Hello and welcome to Voice Notes, the new writing podcast. The podcast where each week we bring you a new exciting piece of writing right to your ears. Today in the programme we've got a gorgeous interview between Kyra Ronaldson and Kirsty Murphy and I know you're going to really really have fun with this one. They're going to be talking about all things poetic writing and connection as they unpack the beautiful piece that is Ectasis, which Kyra featured on the last episode of the podcast. So... There's little more to say apart from boil that kettle, make a nice tea or coffee, and find the comfiest chair in the house as you enjoy today's episode of Voice Notes, the new writing podcast. Okay, interview is go. <laughs> Straight from Kyra Ronaldson's bedroom in our uh, flat. Feels so like such a luxury to be able to <laughs> actually be in person in a room. Our it's sound so nice. quality will be the same. It'll be so pleasant to people's ears. I know. And the sun has just come out. As it should, should. every time I speak. Yeah. <laughs> Not that anyone can see it, but I'm setting a scene. <laughs> the scene was Kyra Ronson's bedroom. bedroom. The Two sun. lips in the window. <laughs> Two lips in the window. My next piece. <laughs> Okay, okay. So, my first question to you about this piece. By the way, I loved it. Thank um, you. Very poetic. Surprise, surprise. Kyle Ronson writing poetry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very poetic. I could relate to it a lot, I feel. <laughs> Just the whole idea of it and the exodus. Like, the name. And like, <laughs> rising up and the frustration yeah. of, like, kind of, like, I feel like self-improvement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, my first question to you would be what does... Sorry, connection was your theme, theme yeah. for this. Um, what does connection mean to you in relation to this piece? Like, what does it mean in relation to yeah. this piece? So, like, when I was writing, when I was trying to think about connection as, like, a theme and, like, what connection, like, what I what I find about connection, like, I've, I've wanted to write a piece for a while about, like, being connected to, like, your past and, like, your past selves. And, like, I don't know. I wrote this in January and I feel like when January rolls around, it's, like, you get this kind of like you feel like there's a lot of onus on yourself to start improving and getting better and like all this stuff comes up suddenly on your social media about like like people doing like they're like 100k for january or like you know starting new fitness regimes or like new self-care regimes and like i was kind of like a response to that and like you know that I'm really bad for when I go through something or I move through something for like saying that like oh well like when I was say like when I was this age I wasn't great because I did xyz when like actually if I didn't do like say I didn't make get like really really drunk all the time in first year of college and like mm-hmm. be a fool and get really and like be messy and cry all the time like not that that's any different till now but like, it's, like <laughs> and it's, it's so different now um, but like I feel like it's about trying to be connected and remember that like the connection you have to yourself is because of those mistakes you make because of the parts of yourself that like you weren't fond of when you were younger or like the parts of yourself that you didn't really know how to love before like every time you change and you grow like that's really important but like remember to be connected to like who you were always and who you always will be because like just because you've done these new things to improve yourself I guess kind of in inverted commas you're still connected to the parts of yourself that were there and like that's okay and those are good things and like they make you up to be who you are yeah they are the reason you are the way you are yeah Yeah. and like self-improvement or learning or growing is all from doing stupid Stupid shit stuff yeah (laughs) completely for lack of better words no um and yeah i feel i really i feel i really really connected with the part um with the fact that like the comparison to yourself because i feel like 
it's all well and good and you hear it all over the like all over the place being like don't compare yourself to others and like you're taught that as well yeah but like you're never really told like don't compare yourself to yourself exactly which is like such an interesting thing because i feel like that's even harder because it's 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 so interesting to look back at yourself and be like oh my hair was better then my hair is worse then i'm skinnier then i was stronger then i was and i think it's i feel like this piece really got like did that very well i think it hit that spot very well thank you um, my next question is, how did you begin the writing process of this piece? Process, process. Sorry. Um, well, I actually, like I said, like I wanted to write something about this for so long. And I'd really like thought about writing something about this for so long and about being connected to yourself. And I actually wrote something else before that. I actually reread it in a writer's group and it was about... Um, like leaving a situation and like kind of like responding to like like I guess it was kind of about family connection and like having to like moving through like you know connecting with your family needing to connect to yourself yeah and it just didn't flow as well and I guess with this I kind of like sat down and I was like okay well we're in January we're like you know what happens now and then I came back to this idea that like being connected to like your past is like really important and it's like something that like as I've gotten older, I just, like, I value it so much because, like, like I said earlier, like, I'm so terrible. Like, I'm so bad for, like, being really embarrassed about the way I've been or, like, things yeah. I've said or the way I've acted. And I get so, like, I I am so hard on myself for doing sure, such silly yeah. things. And, like, it's actually just, like, all, like, it's so stupid to be so hard on yourself for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, like, sitting there and thinking about like all the ways I like promised myself I was going to be better coming Mm -hmm. into the new year and like all the ways I'd like promise and like be better and like that phrase of being better and I was just like I think uh, yeah like like being good at being better is such like a stupid phrase and like I wanted to be good at being better at being myself which I just like it's such a convoluted way to love yourself and it's not actually loving yourself at all yeah you're just being harsh on yourself and I think it was like yeah I guess I kind of started there with that idea of like well what does it mean to want to be better at being yourself because that's crazy yeah and I guess like all the reasons I wanted to be better was things that I wasn't like that I said I wanted to do more so like the first verse it's like um like changing my bed sheets like that came yeah. from like you know on like feeling bad about like I promised myself I'd change my bed sheets on the 1st of January and I didn't and it came from feeling bad about that or like yeah. I had dead flowers in my room and I saw them there and I was like you're why do you clean those dead flowers from your room mm. and it was like these stupid things that like for some reason like yeah of course they're great and important to do and like do feel good when you do them but like why am I being hard on myself yeah. or not like you're allowed to like you're allowed to take a break and like you're allowed yeah. to be easy on yourself and I think that's I kind of started with this idea of like well what if I was easier on myself and like what would happen if instead of building up this big list of ways to not be the same way I was last year Mm -hmm. I just was easy on myself and I realized that like what did I learn last year and what came from last year where did I grow where did I you know maybe not like pick up the slack and like instead of seeing them as failures seeing it as like like at the end like that kind of china vase of like you know they fill the um cracks in those vases when they break the yeah. um i can't think of the name kintsugi i can't remember yeah i think well, so. that's when you smash the it's like a way of like you smash like the vase and then you put it together yeah like so the, yeah because then it's called because it's called golden joinery as well and it's when they fill it with trees up yeah. you fill it with tree sap and like dust it with gold powder okay. or silver powder and like that's what it is and so like i guess like 
I feel like you kind of have to treat yourself like this yeah. days. Yeah. Of like this, like, you know, you're fragile. You could be broken, but yeah. like, you know, make sure you fill up the bits that are like there. And I yeah. think you just, you should always be full. Absolutely. And I think those two, like the kind of push and pull of that is that both like wanting to be better and also failing at being better and doing things, like failing at doing things. They're both such human, like. So human. They're so human. Yeah. And then they're like so at odds with each other. And yeah. I think it's, it's such an interesting thing. To think about things that are just so odds and so, yeah. Yeah, and, like, the, like, internal struggle of, yeah. like, of like wanting to be a better version of yourself yeah. and, like, hating yourself for not being there. Yeah. Because, like, it's kind of, like, you know, like, that, like, you know when your friend is, like, doing so, or, like, you know, someone's, you see someone not being tre- treated well or, like, you see yeah. someone not getting what they want or like having life be up to their standard and you kind of look at them and they're like why can't they see you why they're so great yeah why don't we do that to ourselves more yeah exactly like, why don't we like look in on ourselves when we're being mean to ourselves when we're yeah. actually just doing things that aren't like good for us in the hope of being a better person yeah like i don't know like if your body if you're going if you promise yourself you go for a jog at eight o'clock in the morning every morning and you wake up on the fourth morning of doing that and your body is exhausted and tired and you haven't given yourself a break mm-hmm. and you still go for that jog and you might not be the best jog you've ever gone on and you, you're gonna kick yourself yeah. you're gonna be so hard on yourself and it's like well no you've just done four days your body needs a rest period literally and people are so bad at just giving themselves a rest and also when you do give yourself rest people are like but why yeah i'm such a lazy bitch yeah <laughs> we no, start exactly. on this yeah we have, I, act- I asked that question as well okay we good, good, good. i think so yeah marcus but, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i i was gonna ask you what inspires people i feel like the thought of that was yeah. what we just talked about yeah but yeah so my next question is more kind of like going towards like writing your writing style yeah. it's very distinct and very poetic and um I think, yeah, it's very, yeah, again, very distinct. Mm. But I was going to ask, what draws you to writing poetically? Yeah, like, it's such a hard question, because it's, yeah. like, it's something... Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. This isn't an easy interview. Um, but this yeah. ain't no Graham Norton. <laughs> I wish. Red chair. I know. Put me into the floor. <laughs> Christy's going to body slam me into the floor at the end of this interview, so I feel like I'm on Graham Norton. <laughs> Happily. Um... Yeah, that is actually a really hard question. Um, I guess, like, the reason I try to I write poetically is because, like, I find so much comfort and, like, so much, like, uh, relatability, like, comparing things to, like, nature and comparing things to, like, you know, like, natural world stuff or, like, being slightly, you know, more... I guess poetic is such a bad word to use, but poetic. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> I think Ala- like, alas, our vocabulary is not God. diverse enough. But like when I, I don't know when I write, I feel like naturally this like my voice is like it leans so much more into like rather than writing like descriptive long paragraphs telling you what it is that it means. I lean so much more towards writing poetically because okay. like I love the reader, I love the person who's listening or reading to my work to be able to like fill in the blanks themselves, fill in these extra parts. Like I love being, I guess, a facilitator for like obviously I know what this means to me but like I I I can you could hear it and think that some of the things mean different things or like I remember you know having someone read it recently and they were like oh so like what is ectosis and I was like oh it's like that thing a snake does when they use their skin and I was like yeah like so like the shedding skins part when they're shedding their skins it's like a snake and they were like I fully thought that like it was like 
a body like it was like a, a body suit like he was like a, like a morph suit was being like taken off this person right. and they were like and that like was just like a bunch of bodies lying on the bed and I was like that's so right. interesting because like that's not at all how I see it yeah. but it's interesting that like you see, see it, it that, that way. way and I yeah. feel like I don't know like I think that is why I like to write in poetry and why I lean so heavily on it is because like yeah okay it's kind of easy to let other people fill in their own like kind yeah. of like when they when you hear or like, read it see what they want to see in it or like respond to it in their own way but I just find so much like it's so much more interesting like to have a conversation with someone when they're like I just didn't see that at all or like no way and I just think yeah I guess I kind of just enjoy writing like that it's I feel like poetry is more like provocative to other people rather than like prescriptive yeah because I think like I think a lot of like narrative and writing more so like what I would probably lean into is a lot more prescriptive and mm. yes you can fill in certain blanks but I feel like especially yeah. your writing it's so like the imagery is so provocative but that imagery is so different to everyone else yeah and their meaning behind it is so different yeah and I just yeah I feel like I like a lot of the time when I write is just like so like introspective and I feel like it's very like looking in kind yeah. of stuff and like I kind of want like I guess it's kind of from a sense of like not wanting to feel alone and feeling something. And like, I think that's a lot of the time why I write things the way I write them is like, I feel these things so viscerally and so like potently. And then, you know, like we, we worked on a show together in final year of college, Dogwood. And like, it was all about like relationships and it was like based on Ophelia and like, I worked on that and we wrote, I wrote it and you directed it and our beautiful friend jill acting <laughs> and, it, and it yeah. was like and i was so moved because like you just made such an amazing like piece oh, of theater from it but then like people coming up afterwards and being like oh my god like yeah. that feeling i know that feeling or like people like your mom came up and was like oh my god like i know yeah. i remember that feeling and like i think just like being able to like like let other people be like no yeah like, everyone feels that way but the thing is especially about like with dogwood i feel like what I feel like every woman that went to see that show, and, and men, of course, and mm. the those and them too, um, uh, but specifically for me, with like with women that I was talking to afterwards, every woman went in with like a different relationship they'd experienced in their head. No relationship was the exact same, but everyone yeah. got something out of the same piece of writing, the same yeah. performance, and being like, everyone could tap into that feeling. Yeah. And that, like... And that feeling was put across like imagery and everything, and that's that was the most amazing thing about Dogwood to me was yeah. the fact that like people got so much out of this like descriptive beautiful piece that we weren't being like you're gonna feel this, but yeah. everyone felt so many things. Yeah, yeah, and I kind of think that's why I maybe like head towards poetry or like head that yeah. way is because I'm like I love letting people in on like my own psyche my own feelings about things how things are for me in my head yeah. and then having them read it or come back for it and be like yeah or like I never really thought of it that way or like oh my god like that's exactly how I think of it yeah. and like I think that's why I find it just like so fascinating I guess yeah like, as a way of writing absolutely um and kind of going on from that as well uh I wanted to ask how you find writing pieces not necessarily narrative driven mm. um and how do you find like writing that and keeping it flowing in a cohesive way because I find if my personally if I don't have like a narrative in my head already yeah I can't write like my brain doesn't work like that when it's when it's yeah. writing so it very much interests me how yeah. you do that I cannot write narrative like, <laughs> for the life of me two Aries two Aries different in their both writing alike, both alike in dignity <laughs> <Fair> Verona <laughs> 
a Shakespeare quote? Yeah, I don't know. Guys, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're hot and we can quote Shakespeare. <laughs> really hot, really intelligent. Um, um, if you want either of our numbers after this interview. <laughs> we live together, so. We live together. You'll so catch one of us. I was going to say, and also you can take your, you can take your pick. <laughs> Neither of us are going to be butters. <laughs> Neither is a natural blonde. <laughs> oh my God, shut up. <laughs> but I, yeah, that is a really good question. I am, um, <laughs> I can't write narrative. I was trying to write narrative really recently. I think like on Monday I was like, yeah, I'm going to write like really descriptive, very like emotional thing. And it's going to go from one place to the other. And halfway through, I got so bored. <laughs> I got like so bored. I was like, why did I make myself do this? And Whereas like, when I'm writing poetry or stuff, like I just like link to this like feeling, to this yeah. like emotion that I'm like hooked into, and like especially with this, like it came, it was so natural once I figured mm-hmm. out like my in, my hook into like the concept, and like once I started thinking about like ecstasy of a snake and like what that does to like a reptile's body, and when I started thinking of like how I feel coming into the new year, I was like, well, like they're kind of the same because like if I were to like look at my past selves, mm. it would be like these flaky, crusty skin things because yeah. like. I don't value them when I'm in them. I don't value my skin when I'm in it. Mm -hmm. But I think if I were to look back and see how badly I've treated my body in the past, I'd be like, God, like horrible. You're bad. You treat people Mm -hmm. badly. Even though like, you know, I tried to be good to myself. And I think... I personally don't think you treat people badly. (laughs) Thank you. And she lives with me, so it's okay. (laughs) But like, yeah, I think it comes from a place of like, oh, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's so... I'm so much more... like my writing ability comes from like hitting something and hitting into something and feeling something so like deeply and viscerally and like emotionally and then like pulling from there and like pulling that thread and seeing what comes out of it so like even not to bring it back to like a completely different piece from two years ago but like (laughs) not to bring it back to our favorite piece ever not to bring it back to my favorite piece ever uh dogwood like with dogwood it was just like i remember feeling like really really sad about something and i was like sitting in front of my laptop and i couldn't I, just, I knew what I wanted to write, but I couldn't write it. And then yeah. I remember, like, I think it was, like, as silly as, like, sitting on Instagram. And I saw, um like, something that had, like, really upset me. Or, like, I think it was, like, like just something stupid like that. And I was just, like, well, how does that make me feel? I like, how do yeah. I feel in that moment? How do I feel in this emotion? And I was, like, obviously bad. But then I was, like, okay, well, what about it made me feel bad? And it was, sure. like, what, 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 where? And then, like, pulling that thread and seeing, like, naturally how that emotion was coming out of me, how that emotion leaves me. And then like, you know, trying to, then you kind of mold it like clay around this like kind of cornerstone Mm -hmm. idea. And I think like, that's where I find like my most interesting writing comes from anyway, I think um, naturally. And I, I envy people who can write like more narratively driven because like, I think it's just like such a talent to like start from somewhere and know where you're going. Yeah, And I think, like it's something I'd like love to practice and get better at because I just think it's like it's just so it's such a strong way of writing to like start somewhere and know or like allow yourself to change as you go along but like know where it should end or know where it needs to kind of be around yeah but like for me it's just like pulling a thread and like seeing what comes from it and I think yeah do you think writing like that just gives you more freedom in a way yeah and I think it's just like it allows things to morph for me more I think if I were to like put a structure on my writing I would like be so hard on myself again if I didn't follow it yeah and I like and again it's like the final product came out perfectly I'd be Mm. like wow okay great good stuff but like I find not like naturally just like starting at this like pinpoint of like okay well like what is the feeling what's that feeling yeah what is that moment what 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 is that 
connection I guess in this piece between like yourself like what is that connection to your past what is the connection to like what is my connection to my past what is my connection to how I felt before yeah and like sitting in that and being like okay well then what now what next what happens next what do you normally do next and like following that train of thought okay and I think I feel like I don't know I feel like when you're writing like a narrative it's harder to write when you're in your feelings but I feel like poetry is the perfect thing to write when you're like when you're sad or you're like really happy yeah. or you're heartbroken or like yeah. I don't know, hungry maybe I don't know listen <laughs> anytime and I also like fully didn't think of myself as like a poet or like any sort of like person who writes poetry until you're a, a poet and you didn't know um, if you will <laughs> this interview is over <laughs> That's it, cut. That's it, cut. I'm out. I imagine if I stormed out. Um, Sorry. No, but like, it was when the first like Matira like piece we did, which was like the 24 hour ones and like... Stressful 24 hours in my life. Stressful 24 hours, Margaret. (laughs) But like, I like sat down and I was like, okay, well, like we want to talk about like lockdown. We want to talk about like how lockdown... What was that? Sanctuary Project. I can't remember. It was one of them. them. And I was like, okay, well, like, okay, well, how do I feel? What do I feel about lockdown? And I was like, well, I don't want to talk about how we feel about lockdown because it's sad so I'm gonna write about like all the good things that are like gonna come yeah all the good things I'm gonna feel and like that was such a nice way of processing and it just naturally came out yeah kind of in stanzas in these like short bursts of like reflective pieces of writing and then like so many people responded to that and like responded to like that those feelings because I think writing and poetically is like the best way for me to just like show like exactly what I think of a feeling or how I feel in that and then again like I said people just feel like getting to fill in the blanks I think is just so fascinating it's such a fascinating yeah. part about poetry yeah it's, it's a great like, part about poetry yeah it's just so receptive like you're mm-hmm. just like receiving it and then you think and feel it out afterwards absolutely well um that's all my questions I'm excited well, Christie's next week you guys very exciting um, <laughs> um it's not a poem guys sorry it's not a poem <laughs> I'm sure everyone's relieved to be like oh my god <laughs> I was like more thank god poetry week's over <laughs> more imagery um but thanks so much this I'm is so lovely. excited to hear your work oh my god you I'm sure I'll be. hear it from <laughs> your, I'm sure I'll hear you recording it in your room yeah. I'll stand with like a cup yeah. to the door like we share a wall <laughs> we, we do share a wall um but yeah let's thank let's you go for back such... to watching leave yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you for such nice questions thank and... you for answering them And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Voice Notes with that really, really fun chat between Kaya and Kirsty. And they're right, it is a joy that they could actually record that in the same room. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully very soon, we'll be able to have all of these interviews actually person to person to face to face. How gorgeous would that be? But for now, technology will have to suffice. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, we'll be back with you on Monday with our last piece of season one. And it is featuring work by the beautifully talented Kirsty Murphy, who you heard talking today. So get ready for that. That's going to be really, really exciting. Again, thanks so much for listening and for sharing on social media and all of the gorgeous comments and feedback that we've had so far. It means a huge amount to us. And don't forget, if you're a budding writer and you'd like to be featured on a future episode of Voice Notes, the new writing podcast, then send us an email. All information will be in the episode notes and we'll get back to you and have a lovely chat about that. So that's it for now. Enjoy the rest of your weekend and see you next time for another episode of Voice Notes. Notes, the new writing podcast.